everybody, this is Ty from the band Sink In. You don't care about us, though. You care about Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. All right, and welcome to another week of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Hey, good morning, Troy. Hey, good morning. Uh, Hey, it's been a fun week for me, and uh, <laughs> and and we're so not, I heard. yeah, and we're not talking football this time. So um, let's uh, so let's dig into it. Let's uh, I guess let's. This is your hour with storytelling. Yeah, time. right. Uh, yeah, I did mention <laughs> I did mention on Facebook. I'll talk about it. I thought you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do our show some justice here. I'm gonna let people. Uh, have to listen to our show to find out what happened and so forth so uh so that's what i'm gonna do but uh anyway uh monday uh it was monday at i want to say three thirty yeah let me think no it wasn't three thirty. it was 2 30 monday at 2 30 in the afternoon i got uh my covid vaccine shot and uh and as soon as I got it, it just didn't feel right. And I don't know what the deal was, but it was just kind of feeling odd. And uh, and that's kind of the way I started feeling for the rest of the week. And then uh, Thursday morning at 4 o'clock in the morning, um, you know, uh, I basically had a, uh, a major seizure, you know, in my <laughs> sleep. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so uh, that was that was. Did my, you say? Did you say it was in your sleep? It was in my sleep. Yes. So, so it didn't wake you up beforehand or anything that you were feeling weird. And so, mm, oh my god. No, no. In fact, my wife obviously woke up to it. So mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and I was uh, having a, a seizing moment. I guess you can say. So how long about did that last? Did she say? Uh, she didn't say, but they they last seconds. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not something that goes on for a long time. Uh, and like I said, it was a major one. So major ones are kind of, they really, they really wipe you out, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, to say the least. It's uh, it's not a fun event. Let's just put it that way. Did, did you, you, so you didn't wake up, you didn't know it was happening? Like, No, no, I didn't. Um, yeah, in fact, uh I'll be honest with you. The only way I I know the only way I know is when my when I can feel my tongue. I bit my tongue. Oh really? Yeah. Yep. So I don't know if you can see. <laughs> I see a little spot there. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a lot worse on Monday or uh, Thursday, but uh, I'm yeah, sure it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so I, I bit my tongue pretty good, and uh, that's that's one way you can tell. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the, just the exhaustion and the um, um, 
my memory right now isn't good. It takes a little while to get back to normal and so forth. So, so you didn't go, you didn't go get checked out at all after that? I did not. I did not. And, uh, I'll be honest with you. The reason why I don't is because if I go and get checked out, then the neurologist has the option to suspend my driver's license for, Mm. yeah. And, uh, and it, and it would be suspended for probably six months and, uh, not happening. Yeah. (laughs) So, so it's just something you're going to keep an eye on and hopefully no more episodes. Exactly. Exactly. If it, if it's happening to the point where my symptoms are, are happening and and I feel like something's going to happen while I'm awake and so forth and I feel like then that's when I have the obligation to probably see a doctor. So So before we get into um well, let me let me ask you this. Um how are you feeling now other than tired? Uh right now just tired. I uh today Today I feel better. Um, it's been progressively getting better in regards to feeling wise. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, today I feel a little bit better. My arm hurts a lot, and I'm wondering if I did something, if I twisted it when that happened. Uh, right. So so that one's taken a little while to get back to normal, but uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as feeling back to normal, I, I'm slowly getting there. Okay. Now. How confident are you that the vaccine is what caused this? Uh, that's a good question. You know, I, I wonder. And But the thing is, like, I've actually had seizures in the past. We talked about this before the show. And, mm-hmm. um, and the reason why I've had them in the past was due to head injury and uh, from, from baseball. And, uh, and... I haven't had one probably, I don't know, maybe 10 years ish. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it just seems kind of odd that this happened right after getting the vaccine shot. So how right. confident am I? I'm, I'm definitely over 50% confident that it's because of this. So what, in order for this to be, I don't know if it's, in order for this to be effective, you're supposed to get that second dose. So (laughs) you and I had talked before, but I mean, are you, are you, you're, you're pretty confident you're not getting that second dose. I'm pretty confident I'm not, but then again, I'm not ruling out a hundred percent. Um, because I'm, because of the, of the setting that I work in, I -hmm. am exposed to a lot of COVID patients and, uh, it's, it's probably it, it probably would be in my best interest to get it, but my you know I'm not scheduled until January seventh to get it, so mm-hmm. maybe maybe my mindset will change by then. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm I'm just uh, yeah. It, it's just uh, not a pleasant feeling right now. Is is there any help to one dose at all of this? That's it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I want to check into that. Uh, and also, too, there's other strains now starting to come out. Yeah. You know, and who knows if even this is even going to work. So it's kind of weird. You know? Yeah, it is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I guess the strain, what is over in Europe right now again. Uh-huh. Is, they're starting another shutdown over there now again. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Uh and I don't know. I mean, how long? How long do we want to live like this? 
I know. And I mean, it, 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 it's hard to find the right answer, you know, yeah. because you want to keep people safe. You don't want to live in fear, uh-huh. but you also don't want to like make people that are really susceptible, susceptible to bad things happen to them. Yeah. Being, you know, exposed to this. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is, and you and you wonder if it is something where you can build a herd immunity to this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm not sure either. Uh, I, I did see some article the other day about that. If you know, it is looking like if you do get it one time, that it it, it does seem like your chances of getting it a second are a lot lower. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it can't happen. Just right. like, you know, even kids that had chicken pox once get them again sometimes. You yeah, know? Like, that's true. Um, but that's which is really odd because if it is, a, you know, I, I get well. I guess if it would be a virus, I guess that would make sense because usually mm-hmm. viruses are one of those things where it kind of just hangs around that one time. Yeah, and then you don't get it again unless it's a different strain. True. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what the answer is, man. It's... I don't know either. It's it's uh, it's definitely a puzzling feeling, and uh, and yeah, uh, obviously too. I mean, you you're kind of uh, you're kind of experiencing the uh, the effects of COVID yourself, not directly, but you know, mm-hmm. you you lost a you lost a friend. Yeah, it, you know, yeah, a friend of mine uh, was in the hospital for nine days with COVID, and. Um... Thought he was actually doing better, mm-hmm. um, and was hoping to be released that next day on the day that he passed. And uh, right, so I don't know, you know, how things went so crooked overnight there for him. Um, yeah. Now, like, like I said to you before the show, like he he did have pneumonia. I don't know if the pneumonia was there previous to him having COVID, or if the COVID helped mm-hmm. ca- create. The pneumonia. I don't know how that worked. Yeah, but I know that can't be a good combination. I would imagine not. Um, um, but yeah, his oxygen levels just could not keep up. That's a shame. His lungs just were not working good enough. I guess with all the breathing issues from the COVID plus the pneumonia. So yeah, so he leaves behind, uh, you know, a wife and two kids, and you mm-hmm. know. He's, Son's a senior in high school. I think his daughter is a sophomore, maybe. Okay. Wow. That's um, got to be tough for them. Yeah. So, and right around Christmas time, too, yet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, that's yep. probably going to be a holiday they don't look too forward to for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. You know? That's very true. Very true. So, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, and he was only 38, by the way, too. Wow. So. So, yeah, so, so there goes you know, theory. when I got that news on Sunday, like, all of a sudden, like, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking I'm kind of in the safe zone, you know, yeah. if something, even if I were to get it, I'm thinking, okay, well, if I get it, I'll probably be down and out for a little bit, but I'll be all right. Uh-huh. Well, now I don't, now that brings down in my mind. Will I be? I don't know. Yeah. Like. I know. I so. know. And yeah, I mean, and also too, it, it kind of starts pointing towards, you know, make sure that you are eating right. Make sure you're staying in in somewhat shape. Uh, you know, do whatever you need to do to to stay healthy. And uh, mm-hmm. 
and and be able to beat this. I mean, you know, still the majority of the folks that are are passing are, you know, there are some kind of underlying health conditions that are affecting their ability to to survive this, and uh, it really mm-hmm. does seem to be coming down to your body being in the uh, the shape that it should be in. I mean, look at all the athletes that have gotten it so far. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they seem to recover within a week or two. Right. You know? Yeah. So it does seem to lean towards your health condition. Now, there was um, like a practice squad tight end for the Bills that got it. Mm-hmm. And he ended up developing something that is a, an after effect of COVID. Oh. Um, and I'm trying to remember what it's called, but it's some sort of heart condition. Okay. Um, let me see if I can find it from you real quick. Um, myocarditis. Oh. Never heard of so it. They, he was he was ruled out the rest of the season after being di- diagnosed with myocarditis, an inflammation of the heart muscle known to stem from COVID-19 infections. Mm-hmm. So I guess it inflames your heart. Oh, wow. So, Which basically right. probably ruins his ability to play sports. Well, that's just it. Is it something that, you know will heal up and get better or yeah. is that going to be something that lingers with them from here on out? Right. You know? Um, but yeah. So, I mean, there are some, you know, cases where weird things are happening and, and that doesn't necessarily, you can get myocarditis from other things too. Sure. So that doesn't necessarily mean it was from COVID, but it is something that they've been linking to COVID and he had just had COVID. Yep, so, yep. So, yeah. Um, again, I mean, I mean, we could just go back to I. I don't know what the answer is, and I don't know what to do, and I don't know. It's like we got to move on. Mm-hmm. But, but how do we move on yeah. safely? Like it's yeah, I know. So, I don't know. That's a so good what, question. I mean, so even after your. Um, vaccine experience what would be your suggestion or your advice on the vaccine at this point would you still suggest people take it i would uh i would because it i think it is important for us to uh do what we need to do to try to fight this uh i'm i'm hoping my situation is kind of more of an isolated maybe maybe it's a situation that is well, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe what it, it somehow is. triggered one of your head injuries. Somehow. It, it, it could have. It could have. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that could have been a possibility. And with that being said, you know, like I said, I'm not ruling out getting the second vaccine shot quite yet. So, so yeah, I would recommend people still getting it because ultimately, I think that's what we're going to have to do. You know, ultimately, I think it's going to come down to us having to take a vaccine to make sure that we don't get it again. Uh, so, so in my opinion, yes. Uh, but I do also understand people saying I'm waiting until I see the effects of this, and uh, because it's it came out so early. Uh, mm-hmm. But yet, in the same sense, how many people were griping that it, something wasn't out yet? You know, right. So. 
I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. Uh, I do believe that doing nothing isn't going to be the answer. So, right. uh, so whatever that is, you know, I, I definitely would recommend that we probably go forward with at least doing the vaccine. So two follow-ups then. Did, yeah. um, did you look into, after you had the seizure, did you look into anybody else saying they had a side effect of a seizure at all? Uh, I didn't do that. Uh, I do have a friend who's a nurse and, uh, she looked into some things for me and, uh, and yeah, you know, she didn't, she didn't confirm anything, but it it doesn't sound like it's out of the ordinary for me to have this type of effect. Okay. So, and then did you ever find out, cause this is another question I've been asking a lot of people and nobody seems to know. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it going to be a one-time deal, or is it something you're going to have to do every year, every couple years? Do we find, do we know that answer yet? We don't know that answer yet, and the reason why we don't know that answer is because we don't really know the uh, trajectory of the virus and how and, it's going to mutate and stuff. Right, right. So, uh, not only how it's going to mutate, but is it going to be here in a year from now? Okay, you know, uh, it could be one of those things where I don't know, like like polio maybe <laughs> you know something something like that well, there is a well there is a vaccine for that though. yeah right i'm just that's, that is a vaccine yeah yeah so that's what i'm saying though is it something that it'll be just part of your birth vaccines at this point very possible and you'll never get it right you know what i mean right um yeah that's a good question yeah, yep that's the question that's not going to get answered yet troy so um <laughs> Yes, but uh, but yeah. Sorry for your loss. Interesting, by the way. interesting and, thing there. Yeah, yeah. I have I have a lot of answers that are going to go unanswered probably for a while. I mean that's for sure. And um, at this point in time, I just gotta focus on getting better and and trying to stay healthy. And uh, and then when January seventh comes around, which uh, I guess is coming up sooner than later. <laughs> Um, yeah. you know, uh, then I got to start thinking, okay, what do I want to do and how do I want to do it? If, yeah. We're almost in the new year here mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So Thank if you were me, if you were me, what would you do? If I had a seizure from it, I'd probably be thinking pretty hard that I wouldn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think I'd be leaning towards no. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, kind of where I'm at right this second. But in the same breath of. You know, if I'm, I, I know I get what you're saying. Like yeah. when you're being exposed to it and you don't want to have to bring it home to anybody. And, um, yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, just, uh, I'll take, I'll do the vaccine again, but give me a week off in case I have another freaking seizure and I'm wiped out. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean the time I, I have plenty of time to take off. I mean, I have probably close to six weeks <laughs> if i wanted so that's not the issue i just i don't know so you're you're gonna talk to your your boss or whatever on monday about it though? yeah yeah i actually have a i have a seven o'clock in the morning meeting monday so um just a solo meeting or no no as a, a okay. team meeting so uh I'm, I'm gonna bring it up then just to kind of see where you know i'm gonna just see where everybody's heads might be at and see mm-hmm. what they think about it and kind of go from there. Yeah. 
be interested to hear how that follow-up goes too then to yeah. see what they think about it yep most definitely yeah. fun so, fun busy time of the year huh yeah most definitely how was your christmas it was nice. I mean, um, you know, it was a little different this year, um, as we had talked about last week. Uh, yep. But it was still good. It was nice. Um, my wife had a nice Christmas meal. Awesome. Uh, that she made some uh, made some turkey. Like, well, Christmas Eve, we had Spanish rice and turkey, and then we had ah. leftover turkey for Christmas. So we just warmed that up. and then um, Nice. And then uh, we had, like, green bean casseroles, sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, and uh, I don't know, there's some other stuff mixed in there too. But yeah, it was um it was good. good. It was, you know, like I said, different but good. So Yeah, most definitely. It was like I said, it was it was nice not having to worry about going anywhere all day. I bet. That was the thing I always dreaded, you know. Yeah. I and bet. not that I didn't want to go see people, that wasn't the thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like it just seemed like you were here for a couple hours and then you had to go somewhere else for a couple hours and it's just like and also, home, think and think <laughs> about the kids too. You know, the kids are yeah. you know, they they have their gifts, and now they got to go away. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so I can understand that too from from being a from a kid aspect of it or perspective. Yeah. You know, that's got to be kind of tough for them. But uh, but yeah, I'm glad glad you enjoyed. Uh, yeah, we pretty yeah. much did the same. We obviously stayed home. Uh, my son from college is home right now, and uh, so he. He was here. My mother-in-law, who lives with us, is here, and uh, and then it was just uh, the family. So yeah. Um, yeah, had a good meal, and uh, same deal: turkey, sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, you name it, broccoli, yeah. whatever. And uh, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Is the kid laying some riffs down? Um, <laughs> did he not bring the guitar home? He did bring the guitar home, but he hasn't been playing it since he's been home. So. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. He added those little touches of his. Yeah, uh, I didn't know his, I was, of yeah. his riffs in there. Yeah, he but thought... shout out, you didn't throw him any shout outs, by the way. Oh well, let's throw it out there now. Uh, that was my <laughs> son Nick White, <laughs> who who uh, threw a couple riffs in the last show. Uh, was that our yeah. regular show? Or you had it? You had? I think it was last show. I think you had it at the opening, and then at the. That's uh, right. At in the, the end. end. Yeah, the I opening think that was our main show. I don't think it was the sh- I don't think it was the pick show. Yeah, I think it was the main show, and uh, I think yeah. I think the beginning was his electric guitar, and then the end. Yes. I think he played the acoustic. Yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah, yep. and it almost sounded like it was a touch of Enter Sandman or something in that at the beginning of that one. Oh, you know what? I have to ask him on that. It might have been. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like it had um, an Enter Sandman feel to it. I don't okay. know. If it, I don't know if it was like kind of, he was kind of making trying to make it his own version of it because it didn't sound exactly the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, it was pretty neat. Yeah. Cool. Um, so. I guess this will be a little bit of a good transition. Just a little while ago, you were talking about the kids at Christmas time and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, that can lead into our mystery sound clip this week. So why don't we take a break, uh-huh. get our get our sponsor in, and then we'll come back and talk about our mystery clip this week. Sounds like a plan. And we'll do that. Uh, well, stay tuned. And Troy, how old were you when this came out? <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe a 33 or something. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. 
<laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was Howdy Doody. Uh, obviously, as they were singing, it's Howdy Doody time. But uh, what what was the uh, significance of that, Troy? So uh, this show debuted December twenty seventh, nineteen forty seven. Wow. And so. uh, the show was created by E. Roger Muir, but it was based on a character created by Buffalo Bob Smith. And the character's name ended up being Howdy Doody. Yes, indeed. Um, and he used to just do this as a radio show from what I was reading. And um, I guess it really attracted a lot of people and uh, specifically, I guess, show creators and said, hey, let's make a puppet and let's make this a show. Yeah, why not? <laughs> So yeah. that's what we did. Oh my gosh. Uh and that was seventy three years ago. I mean, think about that. T V yeah. I mean there was a time when we would say seventy three years ago was before T V. Yeah. You know? So uh just yeah. interesting. I, I don't know exactly. Do you do you know when T V kinda was created? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when the first T V something tells me something tells me it was something around the thirties, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, because it wasn't um, I mean, because I almost think like in the movie theaters we were still dealing with some silent films. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're so, right. So uh Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so and then and then uh, one of the other characters or, or hosts on that show what also went on to some later fame in life, and that was Bob Keishan. And uh what did he uh he was Clarabelle the Clown on uh-huh. Howdy Doody. But what show did he go into then? Now, you know this answer, right? Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that now, still shocks that me. Been, Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, now he would have been... Um, let's see, what would have Captain Kangaroo came out? That would have been... I thought that, that was... That ran from 55 to 84. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know it ran that early. Yeah, Some, 55, I, wow. 84. I would have thought that was like late 60s, early 70s. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that early either, but that was, that's what I just clicked on here. Isn't so. that something? So, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, for, for the time frame he was in, probably two of the biggest uh, kid shows ever, honestly, you know? Yeah. And he was part of two of them. Or yeah, both he them. was. Yeah. Um, Definitely the so, biggest yeah, I mean, kid show in that era in the fifties, yeah. I would say. Oh so you know, gosh. upon doing my research here, um, it said that Howdy Doody started as a character with by Buffalo Bob Smith, mm-hmm. and it was just on WNBC on his radio show that he would do. And yeah. like I said, it got turned into a television show. But then, um, sometime during the fifties is when the color TV sets started coming out. And this show was being used as a as a big marketing ploy to try to get people to buy color televisions. Huh. So, so not only did it turn into a kid show, it turned into some sort of little advertisement for them for people to, um, you know, mm-hmm. buy color televisions. So here's here's an interesting question for you, Troy. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Did you did you ever have a black and white TV growing up? I didn't have one personally. But my grandmother had one in her bedroom. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. yeah, I had one growing up as a kid. In fact, yeah. I even remember us having the, they had these little panels that you can put on the TV to make it in color. 
You're kidding. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> it was it was terrible because obviously, you know, the top would be a certain color and the bottom would be a certain color. So no matter what was on that TV, it was always going to be that color. So oh. yeah, so it was really weird. I remember um uh yeah, I just remember when that came out and it's like, ooh, we're gonna get color TV, and it's like, uh, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I remember um, like going to visit my grandmother, and um, I had a, I believe it was a Nintendo at the time. Oh, and um, I remember like having to use that little Y adapter you would yep. hook up to the back of a Nintendo TV to hook your Nintendo up or whatever. Oh yeah. So I remember playing my Nintendo on her black and white TV upstairs. Oh wow, <laughs> that's too funny. Yeah. <laughs> Times have changed. These kids today, they have no idea how, how rough they had it. <laughs> uh, how rough we had it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, Howdy Doody. What, um, I, like, I didn't know much about that show You know, before we started talking. I know more now than I ever did. I know. I used to be show... compared to Howdy Doody when I was a kid. Oh, really? Because I had really bright red hair in elementary did school. I did. And that show ran from um, from December of forty seven until September of nineteen sixty. Wow! So it had a, it had a nice thirteen year run. Yeah, so. not bad at all. Not bad at all. So um, he he made his well back in the day. I guess you can say he made his money, and probably he solidified his spot in radio too. If you think about it, he probably I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Huh. And he yeah. and he was at WNBC. So would he have been there maybe during the Howard Stern era? Well, probably not. If that show, well, unless he went back into radio after the show. That's what I'm saying. Did Howard, he ever leave Howard Stern, radio? Howard Stern would have been in the when 70s. would he started? I was going to say early 70s, probably. Yeah, right? I would guess yeah, 70s. Um, so if he if he ran that show until. 1960 did he go back into radio after that i wonder i don't know um i don't know so that would be the question yeah so, most definitely excuse me <laughs> um so yeah it's buffalo bob smith and he was um he's from buffalo that's how he got that name honestly so yep makes sense um makes sense yes so After Howdy Doody. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, let's hear what he did. So he toured college campuses. He must have just did live shows at college oh, campuses wow. and stuff. Why like not? <laughs> yep. Why not? And, uh, I can't yeah. imagine, can't yeah. imagine co- college campuses being a big th- uh, hit with Howdy Doody, though. So he did host some local radio events. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. He owned radio stations. Oh, there you go. He so did he, do okay. He owned, WKD, he owned WQDY in Maine, uh-huh. Calais, Maine, WMKR, which is now WSYY in Millinocket, Maine. Okay. And WHOU in Holton, Maine. Oh, my. And um, he also was on some other shows, too. He, uh, he was um, in Problem Child 2. As oh. Father Flanagan, as Father Flanagan in that, I remember him on Happy Days. I was just going to say he also made guest appearances on Happy Days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was on What's My Line. Okay. Um. Yeah, huh. and I guess they did a little remake of uh, Howdy Doody as like a 
I guess it's just like a, an homage to the show. It was called It's Howdy Duty Time in, eight, in 1987, and he was also huh. uh, on that when they redid that. Okay. Which would be obvious, I would I would imagine. Yeah. And wow. then he retired down in North Carolina until he passed. Okay. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he had a pretty, uh, he had a nice career, I would say. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Good for him. And here's another little interesting um, thing. So he had a Howdy Duty Howdy Entertainment memorabilia that he promoted on QVC on July 3rd in 1998. Oh, my. And that was his last television performance, or appearance, I should okay. say. Okay. When did he pass? And then, well, that's he died of cancer just a few weeks after that, July 30th, 1988. Oh so that was July 3rd, 1998, when he was in um, on QVC okay. selling his merchandise. And July 30th of 1998, he passed. Okay. And it says, just three days before puppeteer Sherry Lewis, whose time took over the slot that Howdy Doody had occupied. Oh. Do you remember Sherry Lewis? Um, I know the name. She was the the girl that had uh lamb chops oh okay she was that lady she had all them puppets oh wow so puppeteering was a pretty big deal back in the day huh yeah huh so yeah she um and i didn't even know this her her stage name was sherry lewis but her actual name was phyllis herwitz oh my (laughs) yeah good call with going with sherry lewis yeah huh so um yeah, so she actually passed before he did. Or no, I'm sorry, three days after he did. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Huh. She was only 65 when he when she passed, and uh, what was he, 70? Oh, no, he was 80. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that so, something? Yeah. So, yeah. Wasn't a good week for uh, ventriloquists during that time. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, but yeah, so yeah, a little bit of howdy duty and, and puppet uh, <laughs> facts flying around here. That's you know, we're right. full of all kinds of useful information. <laughs> That's right. Between COVID <laughs> and puppets, and uh, yeah, you name it, we're going to talk about it all, huh? So <laughs> well, that's just it. I mean, and that's. You know, that's what we do here. You know, honestly, it's just yeah. people have asked me a lot, you know, like, well, what do you guys talk about in your show? Like, <laughs> that's just it. Like, we don't, we talk about whatever. Yeah. Whatever what shows. Up, yeah. Like, we, Yep, what pops up on our just, head. Yeah, we just we just want things to, you know, whatever's kind of happening at the time in our lives or maybe around the world or uh, whatever and just kind of go with it. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's just, just happening. It's just two guys having a conversation. That's all it is. Yeah, know? that's exactly it. That's so. exactly it. Nothing more, nothing less. So, so yeah, I mean... uh Hopefully we'll get some more guests lined up here after the holidays are wrapped up. It's yeah. Just, it's, you know, things are busy with people, so we're not really bothering people to be guests right now or anything. No. So. Nope. Um, people show up when they feel like it at this point. So, but, yep. um, but and, yeah, uh, it's, uh, actually, you know what? I mean, this is actually not a bad time to maybe reflect because I almost think, in fact, let me think here. Yeah, this will be our last show in season number one. Well, I guess you're right. Yeah. It sure will. So season number two kicks off next week, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be talking about uh, 
talking about what we're going to be doing to kind of keep things rolling and make things better. And, uh, and, and I mean, here's, here's the hope in 2021 is a lot better, but you know, yeah. I, I don't know how it could much get much worse. Honestly, <laughs> you know, yeah, be careful in what you say there. I, I know, I know. Um, but it, it sure seems like, uh, it, it's only uphill. I mean, it's only downhill from here because yeah. it's, it seems like it's been a heck of a battle uphill so far. And, yeah, no argument there. No argument there I mean, for sure. Everything, just everything, you know, between everybody, you know, all the sicknesses mm-hmm. and everybody getting shut down and yeah, presidential election messes and and you yeah, know, and, and I, I definitely want to send a, a special shout out too because the folks that are working the front lines, you know, I'm, yes. I'm I'm dealing with like I'm I'm talking with nurses who are in the ICU and. And, uh, and also, uh, here's a, here's a person that I was uh, chatting with that you don't even think about, but you know, their job is to, um, wheel the person down to the morgue, you know, <clears throat> and then before they wheel them down to the morgue, they got to prep them and get them ready so that the family members can have one last visit with them. Uh, you know, imagine, I mean, imagine what that person's seeing right now because they're doing it so often. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and then obviously the nurses who are, you know, it's, it's becoming robotic to them, unfortunately, because here comes another one, you know, let's, let's, uh, deal with this. Okay. That person passes away. Let's clean the bed off and replace that person with another one, you know? And, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately that's what's happening right now. And, uh, yeah, and it's then, almost like a freaking assembly line. It is. It really is. So my, my hat's off to the folks that are doing that, that are working with, uh, the COVID patients, whether it's in the uh, ER or the ICU, really anywhere in the hospital, because it's everywhere. And uh, so, the, yeah, go ahead. The people, the people that work, that do the, that you said they help, you know, they help to present them so that the family mm-hmm. can say their last goodbyes and stuff. And um, yeah, and um, roll them down to the more. Like, do they have a special title or what? What like what? What do they get hired as? Is that do they know they're getting hired just to do that, or uh, is that a special position? Honestly, their their position is typically like transporter. Okay. Yeah, so they they could be even wheeling a patient from their hospital bed to the exit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so yeah, so I just didn't realize that their job entailed all that other stuff until I mm-hmm. was talking to somebody. And uh, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't imagine what's going on in this person's head. And, you know, a lot of these folks, you know, they're they're out of high school. So they're they're still just barely in college if they are in college, you know, and this is their first job in most cases. So can you imagine what's Mm -hmm. going on in their head? You know? Yeah. And like you said, especially right now, because it's happening so often. Yeah. Like. Like, you know, and you know, what about somebody that might have just started right before this whole pandemic? Oh. Like they just think this is nor- this is just normal. Yeah, like, right. And that's the thing too is like you're seeing that in some cases, especially like the overnight shifts, because the overnight shifts in the hospitals are made up of majority newbies, and yeah. uh, you know, so they're all dealing with this for the first time, and this is their normal. And it's like uh, this shouldn't be. <laughs> are, are you seeing? A lot of mental breakdowns and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's uh, it's happening. It's happening a lot. So, um, what what are are you like? If if you wanted, would would you be certified as a counselor if you wanted to be? Or 
Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sort of serving as that role right now. Okay, so, that's it. Yeah, so like, not what, a therapist. What, what what can you say to somebody? Like what? Like I don't I don't know. Like how are you guys handling that? In in, in many cases, it's just letting them talk. You know, just letting yeah. them letting them vent, letting them get off their chest and what's going on. And then just kind of letting them know that they have somebody in their corner that they can turn to whenever they need to turn to. And mm-hmm. uh, and that's really honestly, that's really all you can do at this point. I mean, you can you can set them up with extra counseling services and such, which is sometimes is what I do. But um, but when the dust settles, they just got to know that somebody understands them because I'm dealing with folks that are in this field that have family members that still don't believe it. Yeah. You know, so they're going home after experiencing all they experienced to a family member that's that's basically calling them out on their garbage. Right. You know, and that's not yeah. fair. That's not fair. So they, they deal with that extra stress mm. at home. You know? Yeah, that's, um, that's tough. That's really tough. Um, yeah. Do you, do you think... Um, well, I mean, we kind of talked about this when we started going into our police episodes. Yeah. And I said, do you think it's going to be tougher for um, to, to start finding police officers mm. that want to get into this, like for kids that want to get into the police officer field because of, you know, yeah. not feeling safe at their job, honestly, <laughs> is, you know. Right. So do you find something like this might happen, too, where either current nurses might leave the field or maybe not as many people want to get into the nursing field? Uh, I can tell you that um, I can I can speak for one nurse who is leaving the field, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, and and she was in the field for I want to say like 12 or 13 years. And and she's like, no more. I'm done with this. And she's uh, put in her notice. Sheesh. So yeah, uh, you're you're definitely gonna see that stuff happen. You know, you're gonna see that where I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't want to deal with what's going on, on the outside, much less the inside. Also, too, think about um, kids who are going to college and now have to do the um, the medical side of things. I don't even know if some of the colleges are allowing it because of because it can't be hands on. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. That's a good question. Yeah. Will that push back their eligibility? Yeah. 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 That's uh, that's going to be an interesting dilemma, too. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing – I think we're going to deal – there's going to be a lot of aftermath with this. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, to what extent, I don't know. But it's definitely yeah. going to happen, I think. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of aftermath, not, you know, uh, physically, mentally, and financially, I think. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Most definitely. So. Well, definitely. Yeah. Financially, we're starting to see that, too. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of people who still haven't received their uh, their checks from being, you know, on unemployment. I know. I don't know how that's even possible. I don't either. And then not only then to top it off with uh, the Senate wanting to give us only six hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the other thing that's weird about that. What's that? It, this is happening to a few people I know. Um my, I, I know for sure it's happening. Well, it's happening to us, and it's happening to my brother-in-law. Is if you filed your taxes last year, because that's what they base it off of your last year's taxes. Yeah. But within that next year, if that child is no longer is under the age, is over the age of eighteen, even though you claimed him when he wasn't eighteen, 
not not only do you not get that refund, but the child doesn't get that either for himself. Are you serious? Yeah. That is ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, what? like, because my son, my stepson, turned 18 last year, but he was still in school. Uh-huh. So we still were able to claim him. Yep. So we claimed him, but now this year rolled around, and we didn't get anything because it was – He's over the age of 18 now, oh but it's gosh. a totally different year. So That is messed up. Yeah. That is totally so. messed up. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to uh, America, Troy. Welcome to America. <laughs> I know. Doesn't make any sense. No. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. And, uh, yeah, I, I think we're going to see a lot of things like this happening, uh, you know, where rules are going to be bent and yeah, it's it's going to be we're going to definitely be dealing with a lot of stupid scenarios for sure. Yeah. So. Uh, oh wow. So do you turn? Well, do you uh, do you go back to the grind tomorrow? Meaning Monday? I don't. I'm I'm off until the new year. Are you serious? Uh, wow. Yeah, I, I took two weeks. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, if I like to do that, I usually. I usually don't use my other days for anything other than when we take a week, you know, a weekly vacation sometime over the summer or whatever. Okay. Other than that, I don't really use them, you know. So yeah. I I usually use them over the holidays. Like I'll usually take the week of Thanksgiving off, and I'll usually take two weeks off when um when Christmas and New Year's rolls around. Oh, wow. so, unless sometimes there's other people that put in for it, and I don't get it then. But yeah. But usually, you know, for the most part, if nobody else puts in for it at work, I usually get it. So. Okay. Good. Because they're only allowed a certain number of people off. So. Yeah, so it's first come, first serve type of deal. Well, not necessarily. Like, it, they'll, they'll do kind of do it based upon fairness too. So, like, if I had it last year, uh-huh. and there's like four new guys that want it this year, not necessarily new, but yeah, new as in didn't have it last year. Uh-huh. And I had it last year. Like, they'll say, "Oh, well, hey, these guys didn't get it last year, and you did, so we're going to put them on this time." You know, like that type <laughs> gotcha. of thing. So, okay. So it should, they just make it fair, you know. Yeah, and I think if it does boil down to somebody had it at the same time previously, then they'll start looking at seniority and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. but, yeah, fun, fun. So, well, um, I guess we can wrap it up here. Um, yeah, I don't see why not. So this is our wrap to the uh, uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, Hope Happy Christmas New Year. was awesome. Yep, and uh, thank you guys for an awesome season one. You know, I felt yeah. like. Uh, I didn't expect us to grow as quickly as we did, and uh, and I'm definitely thankful for uh, for the folks who have become our loyal listeners and such. So, mm-hmm. thank you guys, and uh, hopefully we'll make it more entertaining as the year progresses next year. Yep, yep. Just like 2021, we're uh, rolling out of 2020 with uh, <laughs> you know, hoping to only get better in 2021. Right? That's right. That's right. We're ending 2020 the same way we started it. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Troy, it was great talking to you. And uh, all right. And uh, we'll we'll uh, chat again sometime uh, sometime soon. In fact, we have our uh, football pick show uh, coming up in the middle of the week. So look forward to you that. Got it. We'll... And uh, and I guess we'll have some uh, we'll have some Tua news. Yes, we will. Yeah, we'll have to see if we can get a hold of, uh, get some comments from uh, Mr. Ryder and Mr. Martin. Yeah, we might have to see if they would be willing to come on board with us and uh, and yeah. chat it up a little bit we because to, I would love to hear we need that. To catch up. Yes, we need to catch up with them. We definitely do. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. 
Yeah. So. All right. Well, hey, until next time then, stay tuned, folks. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.